90 years old. Man. So that will be tonight after church, so remember that. If you have not signed up to bring something or help with that, please do so on the welcoming desk immediately following service. So don't forget those announcements, the rest of the announcements that was on the board. I have a few more that I want to go over with you, uh, some things that will be happening uh, after the beginning of the year. And one is uh, the Texarkana, Texarkana Youth Meeting is January the 2nd. And uh, we will be going there. That starts on a Thursday night, Friday, and Friday night we'll be coming home uh, Saturday. So remember that, January the 2nd, coming home January the 4th. Also, there will be a our communion and uh, service will be Sunday night, January the 5th. It will be on a Sunday night, January the 5th. And I'm asking you between... I know it's a little early, but I want you to be prepared between now and then. Fast, pray, spend some extra time in prayer and fasting, seeking the Lord and uh, see what God uh, will do for us. Let's get in preparation for what God wants to do, and what God will do. And so remember that January the 5th. I will ask you, uh, I, I'll hold that till. Later, I'll let you be seated, and then I'll talk about that. Uh, Brother Townley's men's meeting is January the 10th and the 11th, and uh, we'll be taking a bus over there for uh, the Saturday service. And then following that, Brother Bertram uh, from California will be here preaching for us. Brother Paul Bertram, which is preaching at the men's meeting, will be here that Sunday, that weekend of the 12th. Youth Rally. For all of you that don't have anything to do, y'all pay, pay close attention. Youth Rally is January the 7th. That will be here. And uh, Brother Marks will be preaching the Youth Rally. He'll be staying for the weekend. And then we will be in revival with Brother Marks for the next four weeks. So remember that. That is in January and February. And uh, then we are having a marriage retreat, March the 27th uh, and the 28th. Brother and Sister Shoemake will be here with us for that. Brother Jonathan Shoemake and Sister Shoemake will be here with us for that. So we've got plenty of things to do. And um, God's people are to be busy people. Amen. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5, verse number 18. We'll take one uh, scripture there for reading. This morning, it is um, good to have Brother Copeland and his wife and family here today. Good to have uh, Brother Fred's mother here. I think she's here for the very first time. Is that correct? Glad that you're here with us. Amen. Glad to have the couple back here on the back seat with us. Glad that you're in the house of the Lord. I think they have some children over at the gym. Let's give all of our guests a good hand clap. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5, verse number 18, the scripture says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. This is the will of God. Everybody say, this is the will of God. This is the will of God for me. Can you say that? This is the will of God for me. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's lift our hands toward heaven and ask God to help us today. God, we're depending on you, our faith, our confidence, our trust, our hope is in you. I pray, Lord, for the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I pray, God, that you would touch every heart. Touch every soul, move in every life today, God. We'll give you praise, we'll give you glory, we'll give you honor. And everybody said in Jesus' name, clap your hands under the Lord, everybody. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph this morning. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Lord bless you, you may be seated. I want to get into the Word of the Lord this morning and share with you what I feel like the Lord would have for us today. And uh, I know that this week has been a week of thanksgiving 
It is a time where we stop and we reflect over the things that God has done for us, the blessings of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God, the health and strength that God has given us, the job that God has provided for us, the money that God has blessed us with, the family that God has given us, on and on and on and on. And not to leave out the mercy and the grace of Jesus Christ that He's shown on all of our lives. And given us the opportunity to know Him and the power of the Holy Ghost. And to be baptized in His wonderful name. We all got something to thank and praise God for today. No matter what happens in life. No matter what's going on at this present time. The Scripture tells us that in everything we are to give thanks. For this is the will of God. Amen. This is the will of God. I was reading some things on people being thankful. How many has teenagers today? How many knows that there's sometimes the most ungrateful things you've ever come in contact with? <clears throat> but anyway, there there is uh, surveys that have been done to say, who is the most thankful and who is the most grateful and who is the least thankful and the least grateful of among all, all people. And, uh, now believe it or not, men, that, that women are considered to be the more grateful out of men and women. Can all the women give yourself a hand clap of honor? Amen. People were least likely to express gratitude in the workplace. Despite, they must have took this on a Monday morning. Despite wishing to be thanked more often themselves at work. They are wishing to be thanked at work, but they fail to give out congratulations and thank yous at work. Being a, uh, being religious was associated with a greater feeling of gratitude. They say that ages 18 to 24 year olds express gratitude less often than any other age group and are more likely to express gratitude for self-serving reasons. Can all the parents give a good amen? Married people... Boy, you couldn't tell this over at men's prayer breakfast this morning. I'm not sure if that prayer breakfast is a tough man contest or a prayer breakfast. But anyhow, we discuss some serious issues occasionally. This morning, the the uh, the discussion was about marriage. We had a couple that was happily married. I'm going to take up an offering. Who wants me to name names this morning? <laughs> we had some that was not so happily married, and we was given others advice on marriage. But there is, they say that married people are more grateful than non-married people. I guess it could be the fact that sometimes you just don't have a choice but to say thank you. Sometimes you don't have a choice but to say yes, ma'am. Sometimes you don't have a choice but to say whatever, dear. Yes, dear. These are words of successful marriages. Yes, dear. Whatever, dear. You're right, dear. You're always right, dear. I'm always wrong. The only time I wasn't wrong in my life is when I married you. Praise God. Isn't married life wonderful? (laughs) Brother John, what's wrong with you? (laughs) He couldn't even get his arms up to clap for that. You're supposed to be standing on your feet right now. Yes, hallelujah. Amen. What about it, Brother Caleb? All right. I thought I was going to get a word out of him, but I was wrong. <laughs> but there is there is a lot today that we have to be thankful for. 
even if you married the wrong person. <laughs> you still have a lot to be thankful for. Ain't that right, Brother Eric? You got a lot to be thankful for. You found somebody that might live with you. Amen. So God has been good no matter what is going on in life. So many people allow circumstances to dictate their thankfulness to God. That is wrong. The Bible tells us that we are to give thanks all the time in everything. We are to give thanks. In Psalms chapter 92 and verse number 1, the Scripture says that this is a song for the Sabbath day, that it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto Thy name, O Most High. It is a good thing. If you want to do something good, you ought to give thanks to God. If you want to do something profitable, you ought to give thanks to God. Amen. Psalms 106 and 1 says, Praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good. He's a good God. Amen. For His mercy... Everybody say, His mercy endureth forever. If you don't have anything to give God thanks for today, you ought to be able to give God thanks for His mercy. Because if it was not for God's mercy, we would all be consumed today. But I'm thankful for the mercy and the grace of God that allowed me to come into this holy house and to lift up hands unto God that is not worthy on their own, but they're worthy only by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. We have celebrated a holiday for this country known as Thanksgiving. Now, there is many holidays that that are celebrated in this country. There is a lot of holidays that are celebrated that is about somebody else, are about us, are about something. But this is just simply a time that we stop and we reflect. And in reflecting over the blessings of God, we give God praise. You see, sometimes we have got confused about what Thanksgiving is. Thanksgiving becomes a time for me, it's cooking a thousand turkeys. A time for us, it's for eating too much. It's for sitting around being lazy. It's for taking a couple of days off of work. It's a fellowship with the family. And that is all good. That's all well. But let's not forget that it is a time of reflection on the past year of what God has done and what God has given us and what God has blessed us with. Amen. Amen. A little bit of history on Thanksgiving, and I know Thanksgiving is past, but I didn't preach last weekend, so I'm preaching my Thanksgiving service a a week after, or the weekend after. Thanksgiving, our Thanksgiving Day, is a public holiday celebrated on the fourth Thursday in November. In the United States, it was originated as a harvest festival. Thanksgiving has been celebrated nationally on and off since 1789. After a proclamation by George Washington, it has been since, uh, it has been celebrated as a federal holiday every, every year since 1863, when during the American Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a national day of thanksgiving and praise to our Father 
who dwelleth in the heavens. Amen. To be celebrated on the last Thursday in November. What a difference this world in this country, a turn this country has made. That they don't want to even retain God in their knowledge. But I tell you today that they go from, they go from, uh, from, uh, Halloween and they skip over Thanksgiving to go right into Christmas season. And I tell you, it, we need to all stop and take a moment to give God praise. Amen. Amen. Halloween is a time to celebrate the witches and the goblins and, and the devil. Amen. That's what Halloween is. It's a day of festivities for Satan himself. That's the reason why you shouldn't dress your kids up like witches. Amen. Now I might, I might get on your little, your little candy stick here, but, but you don't skip, you don't skip Thanksgiving to go right into Christmas because Christmas as much as you want to say it's about Jesus Christ, it's not about Jesus Christ. It's about me. It's about us. It's about what you give me and what I can give you. Amen. So I think it's important that we all take a moment to stop and think about the blessings and the mercy and the grace of God. Amen. While God has blessed us, Amen. How God has been merciful to us. How God has been gracious to us. How God has given us health. And God has given us strength. And God has given us prosperity. And God has allowed us to come into His house to worship and to praise and to glorify Him. Amen. Amen. The early Americans... Commonly, it was commonly called the first Thanksgiving. It was celebrated by the pilgrims after their first harvest in the New World. In 1621, this feast lasted for three days. We still keep in that tradition. And as account, and it was accounted by attendee Edward Winslow. It was attended by 90 Native Americans and 53 pilgrims. The New England colonists were accustomed to regularly celebrating what we call Thanksgiving. Days of prayer. Days of prayer. Amen. How many of us was guilty at saying... Thanks at Thanksgiving, saying, Lord, hurry up and bless this food. Help the God to quit praying. Well, we can go ahead and eat it. But it said it was celebrated by days of prayer. Thanking God for the blessings such as military victory or the end of a drought. Edward Winslow lived from 1595 to 1655 and kept records of this. He was a separatist who traveled on the Mayflower in 1620. He was one of several senior leaders on the ship. And he stopped to realize and understand, amen, we've come to a new country. But if we want to be successful, we must stop and give God praise and thanks for all that God has done for us. I want to tell you today, church, we can complain about the world. We can complain about Hollywood. We can complain about those on the outside. We can complain about Washington. We can complain about everybody doing such and such and so and so. Amen. But our, our ungratefulness and unthankfulness has 
blended into the church world. It's time for us as saints of God never to forget where we came from. Amen. Never to forget the blessings, the mercy, and the grace of God that He has shown upon our lives. Amen. 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 Before they can call this country a non-Christian country, they have to shut down the churches. You say, oh, there's a church on every corner. But really, churches is becoming non-Christian. Amen. No moral values or separation from the world and society. But I am thankful today that there is still people that love God. Amen. You may not be thankful for me too much, but I'm thankful that God has sent you to the house of God, that love God, that has a desire to serve God, that has a desire to be what God wants you to be. Thank God for the church. I'm so thankful for the church today. I'm thankful I've got a good place to go and to worship and to glorify and to magnify Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms 107 and 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Amen. Psalms 106 and 1. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Amen. Again, Psalms 118 and 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Amen. I want to tell you today that it's God's good will that you in all things give thanks. No matter if you're happy. No matter if you're sad. No matter if you're doing well or doing bad. You are created to give God glory and God is still good and God is not controlled by the circumstances. God's good not just once in a while but God is good all the time. Hallelujah. 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 Circumstances should not dictate our gratefulness. Sometimes we have been so blessed that we fail to give God the credit and what is due Him because we just come to expect it from God. Amen. Sometimes I was like this when I was growing up. Amen. My daddy bought me vehicles. I, I should have walked in once a month and told him thank you. I didn't even realize those things had little things that come in the mail. It's about that size. That you had to rip out of that little book. And then you had to write another thing about that size. That says you're going to pay such and such. And then about three months, there came an insurance that said, hey, it's time for renewal of the insurance. I just come to expect it because I was his child. Amen. How many of you in this place today? I know my kids do. They just expect it because I'm their daddy. They don't spend a lot of time sending me cards. They don't spend a lot of time giving me thanks. Oh yeah, I know they love me. I know they're grateful. And I don't demand it every day. Once or twice a year would be nice. But sometimes we are like that with God. Just because, God, I show up to church. I don't have to do anything, God, because you know I've really had a tough day at work. You know things ain't going too good in my life, God. Now just because I showed up, it's time for you to give me a blessing. I come to get my blessing. 
How many times do we sing the songs that's talking about me? I come to get this. I'm going to get this. I'm taking this back. I'm come to get what's rightfully mine. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I want to tell you, we are losing the fact of praising and glorifying God no matter what the circumstances is. No matter what we're going through. No matter who's sick or who's feeling good. No matter who died or who's well. Amen. God has called on us to give Him thanks, to give Him glory, to give Him praise, because He is worthy. Amen. But we come to think it's just mine. It's just what I deserve. It's just what I what I come to enjoy. God, you ought to be glad that I just come into the house this morning. I almost didn't come to church, God. You ought to be just thankful that I showed up. No, 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 no. We ought to be thankful that God allowed us to come into the house. Amen. Because there was one time you wasn't allowed to come to church. There was one time you were standing on the outside looking in, but it's by His mercy. It's by His grace. It's by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There was one time the Gentile world, such as us, a bunch of mixed breeds. That's what Americans are. A bunch of mixed breeds. Now, we're Americans. I guess that makes us really something. Amen. But really, we're just a mixed up bunch of people that come to a new world trying to find a place that we could worship. That we could what? Trying to find a place that we could worship. That we could what? That we could worship God. Amen. That we wasn't dictated by a religious world. Amen. But we could worship and praise and glorify God. And now we want to come to church and sit on our hands. Now we want to come to church and hold our hands out. No, no, no. I've got a lot to be grateful for. I've got a lot to praise God for. I've got a lot to give Him glory for. Hallelujah. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Why? Because He's just a good God. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For He is good. Because His mercy... Because His mercy... Because His mercy, because His mercy, because His mercy, because His mercy. Amen. When I woke up this morning, His mercy was there. When I went to bed last night, His mercy was there. No, I didn't deserve it. But I'm thankful for the mercy of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's give God praise in His house this morning. Hallelujah, why don't somebody just worship Him today? Why don't you just give Him some glory that He deserves today? If we are not careful, we become self-centered. It's all about me. It's all about what I'm going to get out of something. You can be seated just for a moment. It's all about what I can have. It's all about what is mine. Amen. Because we are living in a selfish world. A relationship that's built on selfishness will never survive. Hear me, all of you that's building relationships. If it's built on selfishness that it's all about me, I want to be happy. I've got to have this. I've got to have that. I've got to be able to go there. I've got to be able to enjoy that. I've got to... No, no, no. It's not about... How many has been married for a long time? 
Come on now. Six months is not a long time, brother Eric. Amen. You've been married a long time. You know what gave you the ability to stand the test of time? is because you did not put yourself first. You were willing to sacrifice. You were willing to give. You were willing to spend and be spent. You were willing to give to the other party. You were willing to do things to make not all about my happiness. Amen. But we become a self-centered world and a society. Amen. And we become like that when we come to the house of God. But Psalms 100 says, enter into the gates with thanksgiving. Amen. It says that and and enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. He didn't say if you wanted a blessing. He didn't say if you wanted healing. He didn't say if you wanted money. He didn't say if you wanted a touch. No, he said when you come into the house of God, you ought to be thankful that you got to church. You ought to be thankful that God has given you the opportunity to come and to worship and to praise and to glorify Him. We have made life all about me. All about me. It's about blessing me, God. It's about being good to me, God. You have to have a relationship with God that no matter what you're going through, You know what David did, his relationship with God? Sure, David made mistakes. But you know what David did when his son died? He washed himself and he went to give God praise. Now, I've never lost a child and I hope I never have. Some of you in this place have experienced that. And I'm sure that you could testify to the fact there is nothing in life any more devastating than losing a child. Parents are supposed to exit before children. That's the way that God has created it to be. But tragedy strikes. But in the midst of that, David said, Oh, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually come out of my mouth. I know I didn't get my prayer answered like I wanted to, but God, you're still good. God, you're still great. God, you're still merciful. God, you're still wonderful. You've allowed me to be here. And I am grateful. Hallelujah. I'm just about to quit if they would come to the music this morning. But David went and he began to praise and he began to glorify God. Thankful. 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 There was ten leopards that was cleansed by Jesus Christ. How many came back to give Him praise? When Jesus seen them come back, He said, where are the others? Did I not cleanse ten? Now, I don't know about you today, but God has been so good, I refuse to be one of those that failed to come back. You say, oh, if God cleansed me of leprosy, I guarantee you I would be back to praise Him. Would you now? When some of you come to the house of God, you didn't even have a family. Some of you didn't have a job. Some of you didn't have a right mind because it was messed up with the things of the world, with drugs and alcohol. 
Some of you was on the fast track to nowhere. But the mercy of God. But the grace of God. Amen. Which is the best? Being healed of leprosy or being delivered of sin? Being healed of leprosy or being able to have a chance to go to heaven? Which is the greatest? I'll take heaven any day. Amen. You can go to heaven with leprosy, but you can't go to heaven with sin. I've got enough to praise God if He never does another thing for me. When I was down and out, when I didn't have anywhere to go, when I didn't have any help in life, amen, God was there for me. Amen, when nobody cared, God was still caring. When nobody was there, God was still there. When I felt like I was all alone, I reached up and I could not touch bottom, but I touched God. Hallelujah! When I was in trouble and my life was turned upside down and the devil said there's no way out, I reached up and I got a hold of God that had a reaching down hand. His mercy! His mercy! His mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah! Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Let's reach out and talk to God right now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. I worship you, Lord. I give you glory. I give you honor. I give you praise. I lift you up. I lift you up. I lift you up, God. Oh, you're worthy of all of my praise. You're worthy of my best praise, God. I may not feel like it in my body. I may not feel like it in my spirit. I may not feel like it with the things that are going on in life. God, but you're still a good God. You're still a holy God. You're still a merciful God. You're still a great God. And I still come to lift you up. I'm still praising you. I'm still giving you glory. I'm still giving you honor, God. I wonder, I wonder what church would be like if we would all learn from Psalms 100 that we hear read over and over and over again. That says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. It didn't say, wait on the song leader to sing the right song that stirs your motor up. Waiting on somebody else to create an atmosphere to worship and praise God. How about you creating an atmosphere to worship and to praise God? How about you being like a magnet that wherever you go, you create a magnetic force of the glory and the power and the majesty of God? Oh, I don't need a cheerleader to worship God. Well, praise God now. I don't need somebody to get up and do three jumping jacks and scream and holler for me to praise God. Serve the Lord with gladness. And when I come before His presence, I just got a song to sing. Know ye... 
If you ever get this revelation, know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He who hath made us and not we ourselves. We are His people. We are His people. Who do you think you are? I tell you who I think I am. I'm a child of the King. We are His people. We are the sheep of His pasture. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. I've been blood bought. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I've been Holy Ghost filled. I've been baptized and called by the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. When we have that revelation... When we have that understanding, we enter into His gates with thanksgiving. When you come through those doors, you are just come in. I thank you, God. You've been good to me, Lord. Oh, God, you've been good to me today. You've been good to me this week. You've been good to me this month. You've blessed me this year, God. And besides all of that, your mercy, your mercy was there when I went to bed. Your mercy was still there when I woke up. Your mercy was there when I got to the house of God. Your mercy, your mercy endured forever. Listen to the devil that says you don't have a desire, you don't have a reason to praise him. You've got a reason to rejoice. Amen. When you come into his courts, come into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him. And bless His name. That name that Brother Trey Gore was talking about this morning. There's no other name like that name. There's no other name that you can scream when you're about to have an accident and God just moved the car out of the way. There's no other name that you can scream in the middle of the night when your body's in pain that it'll take the pain away. No other name but the name of Jesus. There's no other name that when you're in trouble and there's nobody there to help, you can call on the name of Jesus. Oh! But can I tell you this? There is no other name given among men that can wash away the sins of mankind. No other name but the name of Jesus. That's the reason why when you repent of your sins and you go to the water baptistry, amen, you get baptized only in the name of Jesus. Father won't take it away. Sons won't take it away. Those are just titles. But to those titles, there is a name. Who is the name of the Father? Who is the name of the Son? What is the name of the Holy Ghost? I'll tell you what that name is. That name is Jesus. Amen. And with all of that said, I'm going to read this and then we'll move on. But the Lord is good. Mm. If you're looking for somebody that's dissatisfied in serving God, don't look at me. Man, I love God. You're looking at somebody here that's 100% totally satisfied in Jesus Christ. You're looking at a satisfied customer right here. I'm not looking to get out of the ship. 
I'm not looking for a place to turn around. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Here comes that word again. How many has ever used the mercy of God? Now, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands because this gets too personal. But how many in this place today has used the mercy of God this week? Don't raise your hands. You use the mercy of God this week? And you know what? The mercy of God still here. Because it says, His mercy is everlasting. That's the way we're going to be saved, is by the mercy of God. And His truth. To everybody that thinks that they've seen the greater days of the church that thinks that truth is dying with your generation, I've got a sad Scripture for you. Because the Bible says that His truth endureth to all generations. Now with that said, with that said, everybody in this house today has a right, a God-given right, by the mercy of God. And has enough that you can think about in your life. That you can stop just a few moments. And give God praise. And give God glory. I want somebody to just give Him praise right now for His goodness. Well, he's the one to call in the middle of the night when your body moans with pain. Don't worry about that wayward child. He heard you call his name. Cook a food in the kitchen when you don't have a
up our hands. Let's lift up our voices and give God praise. I worship you today. I worship you today, God. I praise you today, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are here today and do not know God and the power of the Holy Ghost, let me tell you, it's still for you today. It's the greatest thing that could ever happen to you. You say, what is that? That's when you repent of your sins. And the Spirit of God comes to dwell on the inside of you. And then you're baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. You rise from that spiritual death to resurrect, to walk in the newness of life. That's the reason why we're happy. That's the reason why we're up here giving God praise and glory and honor. Because God has been so good to us that He's given us this wonderful salvation plan. Hallelujah. Good to have all of our guests that are here. Glad that you're in the house of the Lord with us. Remember church tonight. Remember the party after service celebrating for Sister Gibson's 90th birthday tonight after church. And uh, so remember that. And uh, choir practice tonight.